0: So, uh, as you saw, our theme for this year's trip was ambassadors, that we were going as God's ambassadors to Mexico to try to change the lives of the people there. So, you know what an ambassador is, right? We have ambassadors to France, we have ambassadors to Nigeria, we have an ambassador to Japan. And what do they do? The ambassador goes somewhere else representing the country and the people. And the leadership of the country that they are from. We did the same thing. We offered ourselves as usable hands and feet on God's behalf to go down and to provide a different life for 15 families. As you can see in some of those pictures, it's pretty staggering to see what they were living in before we arrived. Most of them somewhere about a five or six foot by five or six foot shanty shack of some kind you know whatever lumber or wood or scraps they could find around they use those to put together for a wall and throw a tarp over the roof have a sheet hanging in the doorway for a little privacy and a dirt floor a lot of times they'll have one mattress and they'll bring that mattress down at night for everyone in the family to sleep on head to toe back and forth and Then in the morning they'll stand that mattress back up so they have room to to get dressed and do what they need to do and because the students were willing to show up part of my challenge to them as we worked our way through the week was we have no idea what it meant for those families to have us come down physically and to show up and to be willing to work for them on behalf of someone else i challenged them also besides just showing up that, that don't be restrained Don't leave wishing you had an opportunity, or you had seized an opportunity that you had that week. To hug the mom, to play with the kid, to listen to the dad's story, to find out where they came from and why they're here. And they did that. They showed up and they put themselves out there, and they worked very, very hard. First two days were very sunny and warm. We went from about three months of cloudy and 60 degrees up here in the Bay Area, to about 86, 87 degrees and sunny for the first two days. So they worked hard. They got the slabs built and the walls put together and the houses put together. And it was amazing to see the impact that it had on those families. Story of one of the little girls walked into the, on the third day, you have your walls up and your roof on, and it's just getting everything ready to put stucco on on the last day. And so it it looks like a structure starting to take place. And so a lot of times the teams will eat their lunch inside the house and invite the family to come in and everything. And one little girl, about three or four years old, was sitting in one side of the house. And she just said, I get to stay here. This is where I can go to sleep tomorrow. Those kind of changes. One of the last things that happens when you build the houses is a lot of people within our church sew curtains for us to take down. Ann Lynn is a wonderful sponsor of that part of the trip. So we get to hang a rod over the, the two windows and hang curtains. And I was doing that in a couple of houses on the last day, and, and the mom came in. Curtains. She played with them, arranged them. She'd never had curtains before. Something simple, like that. One of the really cool things about going down and offering ourselves to serve others in God's name is that it changes us as well. Everyone that goes on the trip, for whatever reason they go for, always come back different than the way they came. Because when we do offer ourselves in God's service, he'll use us, and he'll change people's lives, but in the midst of it, he'll change you too. And I think everybody that went would signify that. On the last night of the trip, my challenge for the students was, came out of a passage from John 9. And I'm realizing as I'm saying this that I still haven't read our Second Corinthians passage this morning where we get ambassadors from. So I'm going to backpedal for a second. And if you want to join me, it's in the bulletin. But it's from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And these are Paul's words. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creature has come. The old is gone, the new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, as he had committed us to the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on God's behalf to be reconciled to God. So that was the passage that we took our charge from for our trip that we really wanted to serve as God's ambassadors. Back to that last night in camp. the passage in John chapter 9 where there's a man who's blind. He's been blind from birth. And he had a position out at the front gates of the city Where he was allowed to sit and beg for his existence whatever people would drop his way would help him to eat to survive and he heard that jesus was coming to the town he was excited it was anticipation of possibly being healed so on that day when he heard jesus was coming he got away from his spot he started creating a ruckus is this the Messiah coming? Is Jesus coming? Jesus, are you here? The murmurs started going, and first they were like, why is he, he has his spot? Why don't you just stay in your spot? Some of them started talking amongst themselves about, well, why is he blind anyway? What did his parents do wrong? Was there sin in the family? Was there, was he not from that family? Was there controversy in his birth? They weren't focused at all on the man that was blind. They were focused on how his impact and his existence affected them what it looked like what it looked like for their city some of them were more concerned about what sin had taken place that caused him to be blind but nobody was looking at at the blind man until jesus walked by jesus saw him he saw the blind man and he didn't care where he was or whether he was acting out or not he didn't care about the man's past how he got to be where he was, what decisions were made that left him where he was. He saw him, and he healed him. The blind man went around yelling and screaming, to Jesus' praises, I once was blind, and now I can see. We have blind people like that, not necessarily truly blind, but we have blind people here as well as where we went in Mexico that needed help. My challenge for all of us this morning is if we, as we leave this place, be honest with yourself. I had to be honest with myself, and I told the students this too. I've got some blind people in my life. One of them sits at the corner of Harrison when you get off at 580. a Couple of them sit out in front of Safeway. There's another one over by a park. Those are the blind people in my life. Who are the blind people in your life? And do you see them? Do you acknowledge them? Do we judge them for why they're there? Do we wonder what decisions they were made that put them there? Are we concerned about the way that looks in our community? Or do we just see them and want to acknowledge them and want to serve them in any way we can? I hope you guys can see the blind people around us. And remember that whether we have a t-shirt that says it on or not we are Christ's ambassadors in everywhere we go, and everything we do, and all the people that we interact with. I pray that you'll be an ambassador going forward. Amen.